salmon broth like things. Hi, Ross. Hello, Sam. We're doing it. Doing the show. Doing the show. Here we are. Hello, welcome to Sam and Ross Like Things. I'm Sam. And I am Ross. This is the show where we talk about things we like with no hedging. I don't even have anything to hedge about, Sam, because I like so many things. Why would you Why would you hedge? I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't either. I think I might hedge. I'm hedging on a hedging. <laughs> I've got some things for my topic that I want your advice on. Okay. That's how I'll frame it. Okay. It's not a hedge. Okay. It's just a, a okay. request for advice. Okay. An RFA. <laughs> don't even joke about rf things <laughs> it's just too serious <laughs> too serious um Sam. so it's been uh exactly 14 days <laughs> been a while been a long 14 been days. a long 14 days this podcast though has been moving faster closer towards the speed of light than the rest so am i getting this right our podcast has been moving closer to the speed of light than the rest of the earth so for us, it's been a fortnight. But for for Earth, who even knows? Like, I mean, you mean because of the speed of electrical signal? No, no. You and me together when <laughs> we moved fast, close to the, closer to the speed of light. You and I. So we we were just caring about our business really fast. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. A fortnight yeah. has passed for us. But who even knows for the listeners? Correct, correct. Yes, yeah, so we were moving very, very fast. Quicksilver. Yes. <laughs> um, Sam. I wonder if they account for that. I bet they do. Oh, I would love to learn about that. Yeah. If Quicksilver like ages slower. That has to be. I would love. That I would, has to be in a comic. If I had. If Magneto I had, ages slower because of magnets. Does he really? <laughs> yes. Because they have to keep his origin story be the Holocaust and time keeps happening. Can I read that too? That time keeps happening? No, I'm, I'm like really interested in those sorts of things. Like practical, small, like mito, what do they call them in Star Wars? I don't like those, but that sort of Metachlorians. thing. Yeah, Metachlorians. We're like, we have to just, we have to, someone has a, has a thing they must explain. So here we're going to explain <laughs> it. Yeah, it's just Wolverine, healing factor, Magneto has lived forever or has, was a kid during the Holocaust. I'm going to look this Quicksilver thing up because I'm interested. Yeah. That was a tangent. Yeah, but we never do those. We're back. We're back. We're back, baby. And um, um, we got some. Do we do mail first or yeah. follow up first? No, let's do let's mail. Do listener mail. I tried to look at the listener mail before we started recording. No, Sam threw threw things on top of it to prevent me. Okay, Sam, we have two items of listener mail. Dose. The first one is a postcard from Crown Point. Do you know which or where Crown Point is, Sam? Uh, nope. Well, this is a a building with with a with a rainbow shooting into the top of it. Wow. On on some sort of, I would assume point. And in the back it says, it is the Columbia River Gorge National Scenic Area, which is in, I don't know. We'll never know. No, it's unknowable. <laughs> it's, un, it's unknowable. Uh, and this is from listener mom slash Susan. Yes. Do you know where Crown Point is now? No. Was listener mom slash Susan at the... Columbia River Gorge National Scenic Area? I have to assume yes. Well, shouldn't you know where, where this is? Like, don't. <laughs> My mom goes lots of places. All right. Mom slash Susan says, I like postcards, especially since you don't have to write a whole letter to let people know you're thinking of them. That's a good point. That is a great point. Because with that, she's used. Like three fourths. Yeah, of at least. I was going to say 80%. Um, P.S. I visited here in 2017 before forest fires surrounded this landmark. It was spared. So, California? Yes. <laughs> it doesn't say? I don't think it says. No, it just assumes that we know that it's in California. Where historic Columbia River Highway and seat National Scenic Area is. Okay. All right. This is a lovely postcard. I love it. Thank you, Mom slash Susan. All right, moving on to number two. This comes from listener, just first name. Listener Olivia. Can I say the city and state from? Yeah, you can say city and state. Eugene, Oregon. Eugene, Oregon. That's far away. That's as far away as Crown Point and the Columbia River Gorge National Scenic Area. Oh, yeah, because we know exactly (laughs) where that is. I just want to say, Sam, this is a purple envelope, and on the front, the stamp, is an Ursula stamp from Little Mermaid. They have those? It's awesome. Okay, and on the back, it's... Those poor, there is, unfortunate souls. There is... 
Sorry. Little Mermaid's your favorite, isn't it? I do love Little Mermaid. Um, on the back, the envelope has been sealed with a sticker of a lemur. And there's a it says lemur friend next to it. Here's the ASMR portion of the podcast. Do you think people like that joke that I keep doing? Yes. Okay. All right. There are two things inside. The first is a purple piece of paper that's like the card that matches the envelope. And it says, I'm not lying, spelled as if, you know, yeah, like the animal. I'm not lying. Uh, you got it. Disney theme. I'm not lying, lying when I say I fawn over your show. Happy Valentine's Day. And there's a picture of a lion and a picture of a fawn. Oh, that's great. And then inside it says, oh, I'm glad this says this because it says feel free to share because we've already shared so much. Okay. <laughs> it says, dear Sam and Ross, greetings from the University of Oregon. Go Ducks. Go that, Ducks. That's their athletic mascot. Thought I'd take you up on the offer so... I th- thought I'd take you up on the offer. So included is a self-addressed stamped envelope. Oh, no. That's what this other thing is in my hand, Sam. Oh, no. <laughs> she called your bluff. Oh, hilariously. <laughs> Sam, hilariously, it's, it's, it goes on to say, no stamp, sorry. <laughs> we, did, we did say we'd probably put we a We did, up. we did. Okay. <laughs> bluff called in multiple ways. <laughs> Touche, Olivia. Olivia continues, right now I like Join the Party, which is a podcast, my brand new Undercut, which is a hairstyle, occasional light snow, and procrastinating using podcasts like yours. Oh, that's great. A question. How did the podcast name become Sam and Ross and not Ross and Sam? Sorry if you've already said. How did it? I think we both tried to be second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think my memory of it is I typed in a thing and was yeah, like, no, you, I'm not making it Ross and Sam. registered the domain before I could put... <laughs> Ross and I both are the type of people who will let people walk in front of them first. Yes, so, we get, we go very slowly. <laughs> when when the together. two of us, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So I think that's how it happened. All right, Sam. No, I know what it was because uh, the pilot that we never released was called... Sam and Ross hit the road. Oh, because it was a Sam, Sam and, and Max, Max joke. Thing. Okay, yeah, you're right. I still got that somewhere. So everyone should Google Sam and Max in case you don't get yeah. the joke. Okay, Sam, we've got a self-addressed envelope. We're going to put something in it. We're definitely going to put something Ross, in it. Yes. If somebody wanted to send their own self-addressed stamped envelope. <laughs> yes, you could do this. <laughs> One could do this. You could send. So, so we'll send you. If you send us a self addressed stamped envelope, we will send you back something. Yes. And if you send a self addressed envelope, we will stamp <laughs> it and send it back to you. Uh, you can send either of those things to Sam and Ross Like Things, care of Sam Davies at P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia 23260 5914. Perfect. Yep. That makes me feel so good. Yeah. And thanks. I love the puns. Yeah, that was good. It's a homemade Valentine. Good question. Reader question. Yeah. Good postcard. This is this was good. Thank you, Olivia and, and mom slash Susan. Whew. That was good. Ross, we, we got should, some follow-up. We should just end the show right there. Oh uh, no, we got so much great show ahead of us. Yes. Um I didn't my follow-up is I didn't do my homework yet. Okay. I, I assigned Ross some constitutional law homework. I have downloaded a PDF book to read. Okay. Did you get it? I did. All right. It was, what was the name of it? I'm going to have to look in books. It was Justice uh, Stevens, after he retired, wrote a fairly short book about what amendments he would add to the Constitution to fix things. Yes. Um, I haven't read it yet. And the reason is I've gotten really into real bad science fiction. Not real bad. Real, I say real bad. I'm reading science fiction off of your science fiction, science fiction book, club. book club. And the reason I say real bad is because what's available on the Libby app is a lot. And, and like the it, it, what is available now on the Libby app is what's interesting to me. And that's usually the unpopular things. The popular things have long holds on them. So I've ha- I have lots of science fiction book club books on hold. The unpopular ones, though. But I've. What's your favorite so far? Um, gosh. Oh, I read. Um, Binti. Oh, yeah, that one's good. Which I really liked. Did you read the next ones? No, but I'm going to. They're, I don't know that they're even on Libby at all. I have to f- search them out. Okay. Um, but I really like that one yeah. a lot. Um, I read, I'm listening to The Rook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now at the moment. It's not really sci-fi, but it's... It's, it's super enjoyable. Yeah. It's um, like superhero. 
Yes. And I'm, I, this wasn't on your list, but it's similar to the Rook. It's a Brandon Sanderson book about superheroes okay. called Steelheart. Steelheart. I just got, I don't know if you ever get this, Sam, but like, I just want to read fantasy and science fiction right now. It's like, yeah, I just want to pour it into my brain. I'm in a zone. Yeah. Do you, you do a lot of PDF reading. I tend to have like one fiction book and one nonfiction book I'm going through at a time. Mm, I'm doing one audiobook and one not. Gotcha. Um, and both of those happen to be science fiction at the moment. Gotcha. That's, and that's fine. Yeah. Awesome. But I am going to get to it. It's in my it's in my books. I've got it. All right. Great. Do you want to stuff other people like it, Ross? Stuff I do. Stuff other people like yeah! This week, stuff other people like is long, and it starts with Ross K. Ross K. Who I couldn't help but have a weird inflection in my voice last time Ross K liked a thing. Right. But this time, it's totally, totally fine and normal. I added the K just for you. (laughs) Ross K, like, it feels weird to say it. Ross K likes getting an email reply back from Wawa about installing a bike rack. Whoa, cool. That's awesome, man. Um, I'm a big fan of this because I think a lot of business owners just don't think about it. Yeah. And would install a bike rack if they just knew. Yeah. If they would bring one customer in. Yeah. Um, Mike likes the feeling you get when you finish a chore you've been putting off for days or weeks or months. Can I tell you something? Please. Today I polished my shoes. Whoa. I got some nice bed stewy stew, bed stew. Sty. Sty. Sure. Shoes. Um, when I needed new shoes and I said, Ross, what shoes to buy? And you sent me links to things. And I haven't been wearing them because they've had a little scuff. Oh. I wanted to protect them because they're nice. Mm-hmm. But it's been like nine months. <laughs> <laughs> and today I just, I polished them. And so now you're back? I haven't worn them yet, but I'll wear them tomorrow. Awesome. Um, it wasn't that hard either. Dude. I, d- I did have the wrong color. So. I got a little medium brown when I should have had more of a maroon, but it'll be okay. It'll be fine. Um, That is related to your light prime of garbage can wheel. Yes. Which is one of my favorite light primes of all time. It's so great. Just do the thing and then boom, you're like. Oh my goodness. People should go listen to that. my wife did the thing. Yeah. Anyone can do do the thing and then your life at people's. (laughs) You should go listen to the show for the context. How about that? You'll put the episode in the show notes, right? Of course I will. Of course. Past Tense likes the movie Stan and Ollie. It was very charming. Is that the one by the Step Brothers guy? I don't know. I mean, with John C. Riley in it. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm familiar with, with that reference. I just don't know. I don't think I even know what Stan and Ollie is. Nope, didn't miss that one. Is that from the movie Step Brothers? No, it's from Chicago. <laughs> How did we get there? Because he was in Chicago. Oh, was he? Mis- and his big song is Mr. Cellophane. Oh. I learned very much just in those last 30 seconds. Tracy likes, come on, Okanamiak. Close? Is that a uh, Philip Glass album? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is an egg pancake full of cabbage with a huge pile of condiments on it. I love condiments. Condiments are the best. Condiments are the best. And Can this I... sounds delicious. Yeah. Is this a... Where do I consume this? Um, That's a question for Tracy that Tracy yeah, can we'll, follow up. She'll correct and clarify us. Okay. I had today for lunch a Duke grilled cheese. Yes. With uh, jalapenos added. Whoa. That was very good. That sounds good. Speaking of condiments. <laughs> and then for dinner, we had some peri-peri sauce. What's that? Oh, it's hot. Um, like. Like a hot South African pepper sauce. Oh, that was all that dinner was? Oh, no, it <laughs> went on top of a rice bowl full of good things. Ah, that does sound good. Uh, Chandler likes cherries. Yeah. Dan likes the new Weezer album. Do you know about this new Weezer album? Weezer! I, I'm. Isn't it covers? It is. It's called the Teal album, huh. and it is like Yacht Rock tunes. Cool. Um, I put it on and I wanted to like... Is it on the Sam and Ross like music? It, it is, yeah. Um, I put it on and wanted to 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 like hipsterly be against it. But it's just good. But it's it's enjoyable to I've been to. listening to in that vein, I forget the name. It's somebody's name, but it's called Postmodern Jukebox. Oh. And it's like... Yes. They turn pop songs into jazz standards mm-hmm. and it's really good. And I you, recommend the Final Countdown one. Okay. 
We'll put it in the thing. Yeah. In the playlist. Um, Chad is currently liking Alberta. That's in Canada. <laughs> that is we- definitely not wherever Crown Point is. <laughs> yeah. um, Thad likes letters to the editor and editorials without blatant factual errors. Me mm-hmm. too. And also packed gyms for Richmond City Parks and Recreation youth basketball games. Wow. I'm not sure I knew that that was a thing. Yeah, I assume that there are youth basketball games and that there are people who care about those youths. I'm interested in that. Yeah. Jenny likes Clarabelle getting up in the morning and asking to listen to Sam and Ross-like things. Oh, That's adorable. That is. Doing a solo day at Disney. A solo day? Like by yourself? I guess. That sounds kind of neat. What would you do at your solo day? Would you do- Hide in the hotel? <laughs> okay. I, no. no, that's great. No, I wouldn't actually do that. I've I'd, been thinking about Amsterdamming. Would you? We should have a podcast about that. Yeah. Um, would you? Let's, I'm interested though. Like, if you were in the park, I'm not a big Disney. I've I've been like a few times. Are you a ride rider? I wasn't. I haven't been in the past, but I'd go on rides. Okay. I think I would. I don't know. What would you do? Like by yourself, you would go on rides. I think. Yeah, I think I would try to like expedite the number, increase the number of rides, just like maximize it. Yeah. Well, maybe Jenny will follow us up. Um, Jenny continues, thin tortilla chips. Mm. And accepting that I am a Slytherin. She is. Maybe, and cause there's that new, there's some Harry Potter stuff at Disney now. No. Yeah, there is. Or is it, I mean, in that general area of the world, right? <laughs> yes, in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Don't you do them side by side? Like you go to Disney and then you go to like Magical Hogwarts sure. Land? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I bet you they make you they make you choose when you go into the Hogwarts Land. Like put, put on your caps or whatever. Do you remember the first movie they wore the little caps and then they stopped wearing them? I like the little caps. I would wear a little cap. <laughs> All right. Um... Lisa likes the Andy Warhol exhibit at the Whitney. What's the Whitney? It is an art museum in New York City. New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley likes the new Work and Friends space. Which is the former 804 RBA. Yeah, so co-working space in Richmond. My new slice planner. Do you know what what this is? I don't know, but I am interested in it. Is it a notebook? I think it is a notebook. Ooh, I like notebooks. Anderson Pack. This is a, a musical person. Mm-hmm. That person's most recent album is also in the Sam and Ross like music playlist. And the Fighting Fish Tower at Fighting Fish. What? I looked at a picture of this thing, Sam, and I could not parse it. It seemed. I need to part. So, where is Fighting Fish? I'm not sure. It's in Richmond. Okay. And the Fighting Fish Tower. It's a tower. Yeah, it's a, like an appetizer. I that oh, it's food. It's food. And this is what it looked like to me. Is it like all the seafood in a stack? Yeah. I've and, been and, there. And I've s- done that before. And some like... like th- it's it, like a big thing of ice. No, this was like... Oh, it's not like a raw seafood thing. I don't... Th- well, I'm not Have sure. Have you had the big thing of ice full of seafood? No. Oh, they're so good. This looked like some sort of... not Whatever the the... Asian nacho chip it would be. I don't know what that is. Maybe like a it's wonton. Like, I don't know, but it was like things that you could think <laughs> things that you could dip with, and then a tower. Condiments? No, no, th- that you would you would scoop with. A, the, okay, a, a, a like convey, a pita, a conveyance, yeah, yeah, and then a tower of of seafoody items in the middle that you then scoop with oh. your conveyance. Have you ever been to Ethiopian food? Yeah, yes, okay. Where the whole thing is just... I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love scooping and eating with my hands. Mm-hmm. Love it. That was weird. I had a hard time with the words there for a second. Uh, I Bro- kept interrupting you. That's fine. Brock... I kept interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> Brock likes petting my cat and staring at the wall. Oh, that's pretty good. Sounds great. Yeah. Braxton likes the General Assembly session. State legislators are literally accessible IRL. In public, obviously no one is happy with all or even many of their voting tendencies and the fates of various bills, but the people who make state policy are walking hallways you can walk. If you live close to here. That's true. Or yeah. if you travel here. Yeah. 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 That, that is nice. I have not, I did not go to any thingies this session, but I did to go to several protests and rallies. It's nice that the center of government is here, so yeah. those things are doable. I, my daughter... Uh, my oldest daughter wanted to go to two different uh, Give Teachers More Money 
uh, rallies, and those were great. That's cool. That was, she wanted to do that for her birthday. Teresa Ann likes, speaking of Sam, all this education activism that's going on right now. It's pretty good. Larissa likes vintage vinyls my mom let me have and people getting to return to work. This is a this is an artifact of our very rapid, you and I moving close to the speed of light. See, yeah. this this stuff other people like is referring to the government shutdown, uh, which for us happened just moments ago. Yeah, it was just a few seconds ago. Moments ago. Karen likes opera, pasta, Netflix, my family, and Thanksgiving. I'm into it. You, Thanksgiving's all like prime for you. I love Thanksgiving. What do we do before Netflix? And guess what? Listen, listen, Sam. I'm going to cut you off just for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when we talked about Thanksgiving, about how um, that we have the meat stuffing? Yeah. This is Karen makes the meat stuffing, the Portuguese meat stuffing. This is that Karen. Whoa. Yeah. That's so she, she knows her way around to Thanksgiving. So what did we do before Netflix? Uh, we didn't chill. That's certainly true. There's no yeah, chilling. That's true. Um, Blockbuster. What was the one that was other that wasn't Blockbuster? Is the other thing M- movie time? I know there's an indie one in Blacksburg, like still, right on, right on the main street. It still exists. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think it's called Main Street. It might be called Main Street, but there was like a, a video, video time. Oh video, yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yep, it was like a dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen likes the new Maggie Rogers album. Also in the same way where I like things. Yeah. Have you listened to that? It's no, good. No. Is it? She is, I believe she was uh, like doing this NYU class and Farrell or Pharrell. Pharrell. And Pharrell was there like as a guest lecturer and he listened to her music and it went viral and now she's like a big, huge pop star. What in the world? Yeah. Check it out. And she's pretty great. Okay. Um, and then finally, John likes the new Strongman series on Netflix. Strong bad. <laughs> That's not what it said. And then Iceland being the best. Is it? That's what I'm people not, say. I'm not man. trying to doubt. No, just, people will say that. Yeah. I like how they had like a a pretty radical constitution ratification project oh, process. Did they? That involved the internet. Interesting. This is one yeah. you're, you're very interested in this topic, as we know from the last episode. Yeah. Do you want to share more? Nope. That's all I remember. <laughs> ah. All right, Sam. Uh-huh. That was good. That was great. Oh, can I yeah. can I addendum? No. Yes. So normally this list, this is gonna this is gonna can I say sucks on the podcast? This is gonna suck for some people. And it's that mostly because I've become friends with you over these years, Sam. I'm off Facebook for good, for good. You're done? I'm not. I can't delete the thing, but I'm off of it, and and I've and I've added the URL to like don't allow me to go there list. Yeah. And so I usually post the the request for stuff other people like on Facebook, and that's the only thing I've been using Facebook for for like a year. Wow. So like now I'm I'm out of there, town. So if people want to submit the stuff other people like, how would they do that? Well, I th- I'm going to do it on Twitter. On Twitter? Yes. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Don't don't feel like if you're one of the many people who had wonderful likes this time around, yeah. please, you can follow me on Twitter at RossKatro.com. <laughs> at just regular no. Ross Catro. Um, but I want to make sure people can still like set us our likes, but I'm, I'm just never going to go on Facebook ever again. Yeah. So. That, that's allowed. I thought that was an important update for this section of the show. Okay. Now we ask you for money. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ross, uh, we have a Patreon. Salmon Rocks like things. Patreon.no. Dot no. Dot no. It's tough, isn't it, man? Yeah, it's patreon.com slash Salmon Ross like things. It's yes. where you, the listener, can give us a dollar or so for every episode we do. And obviously, we do it every <laughs> every fortnight. Yeah, so, so you only, a month. Yeah, you only get charged. When yeah, we if actually Ross post, Ross and I are moving close to the speed of light. You don't have to incur extra charges. Yeah, uh, but we really appreciate it. It pays the cost of the show. We are now at past break even in terms of co- covering hosting. That's great, and we are into popcorn store territory. <laughs> if the mall, if the mall doesn't close down before we get out there, <laughs> I think we're we are like two dollars over the. Uh, cost of hosting okay heck yeah we'll get some more apps up and then boom boom (laughs) so uh we appreciate it 
we're glad we love doing the show and if you want to throw a couple bucks our way go to patreon.com slash sam and ross like things thanks sam you're welcome ross all right what episode is it 64 64 64 and this is a uh, a square yeah it is it is it's a power of two it's are like- all squares power of twos Probably. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> you mean nine's not a power of two? Nope. Um, all right, Sam. Wait, I go first. I, no, well, it, last time was 63. It's square, and you're square. I'll just wait. So you go second. I'm square. <laughs> I'm odd, and you're square. Mm-hmm. So, Ross, you go first. Yes. Ross, you mm-hmm. like having a diary? I do. Which I almost read as dairy. Which <laughs> <laughs> is like, where do the cat? No, you, di- diaries. So, tell me about this. So, I have a a diary, a journal, my journal. Okay. Um, and I've been writing in it almost every day since February 2016. Wow. And it goes back to like 2014, but pretty irregular beyond 2016. Um, and I write in it sometimes more successfully than other times, but uh, I'm very, I try to at least write in there once a day. And, and, you know, depending on like how much I'm crushing it at that given moment, mm-hmm. I am, I'm either writing just like a sentence about something I feel strongly about, or the better times are when I'm like, thinking about what happened like an important thing that i'm thinking uh, what's the word self introspection yes self introspection so at the best of times i'm self introspectualizing myself <laughs> um no but it's a tool like if when it when the times are good with my diary it's a tool to like process okay my thoughts cool. and feelings and like try to understand them better excellent yeah uh tell me about the medium in which are you Doogie Housering it? Yeah, this is a digital diary, just like Doogie Hauser. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is day one is the platform. Yeah. And so this is, I'm slightly, this is a third party app. Yeah. But they are, they've been around for a long time. You know, I've been using the same one since 2014 or whatever. Um but it is, it's an app that you pay, I think now they've moved to like a subscription model. So mm-hmm. I pay like some sort of annual fee or whatever. Sure. Um, and it is encrypted. It is on all my devices. And um, I, I like the interface because it's basically just like a box to write in. Okay. And it does Markdown, which I can't Ooh. live without Markdown. Yeah. Why would anybody not make Markdown? I don't know. Do you have a sort of structured rough time of day where you want to journal or is it sort of stream of consciousness of like i'm adding a sentence here a sentence there as i go throughout the day tell me about how that works for you i wish like i'm in the quest right now to figure out how to do it better okay the current process is when i have simultaneously a strong thought or feeling and remember that i should write it down in my diary (laughs) i do that okay i bet if i were better about like um self introspectualizing mm-hmm. i would i would be able to like figure out when those when and why those two things occur simultaneously uh, that would be very hard right it's close to impossible so but when but like and there's like streaks where that happens where i'm yeah. like oh man this thought like either you're mad oh you're mad right now like you should write down why you're mad why you're mad um so then it's just kind of like free form throughout the day. But most times I have a I have a reminder that goes off at like nine o'clock or nine thirty every mm-hmm. night and is like right in your diary. And it's in one of those reminder apps that just like reminds you until, reminds you, do you, until it. you do it. And but so, often you're out. So if you're like at a bar, you'll write in your diary? No, I'll do I'll pause, I'll snooze it for an I'll hour or it. whatever. Um so is it every day you write at least a sentence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz I was we were listening to Michelle Obama's audiobook. Oh, my mom just listened to that and yeah. loved it. And one of the things I liked was she kept a journal, but it would be like she would write in it for like 3 days and then leave it for 3 months and then write in it for a week and then leave it for a long period of time. And that made me feel good cuz Michelle Obama is awesome and uh she's, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you don't write in your journal every day. 
Yeah, I think that's definitely true. I like to do it every day because if I, I just like the practice of it, I think. Um, it feels like I'm accomplishing a thing that I want to accomplish. Yeah. Um, I've tried, I've tried like the Mike Hurley seven questions thing from Cortex. I don't know if you listen to that episode of Cortex, where mm-hmm. he, he like has like seven questions he asks himself every day and puts that in his. Why in is his today day. different than other days? Yeah. Why is this night different than any other night? And I've tried that and it didn't, it didn't work because sometimes you're just like, you had a thousand beers at the bar and like you're trying to go to bed or like you're like sure. you really are angry and like you're not trying to write about like but do you have like jeffersonian like tracking the weather or like you keep some sort of like data boring data <laughs> metrics ah sam this isn't yeah i do um <laughs> are you I, willing to share with yeah of mom? course i'm doing i just started this as part of my annual goals right mm-hmm. was I think it was in there was track data for some reason. Like I'm, so I have, I have another to do that reminds me every morning at 9am to run my data dictionary is what I call it. No data calendar. Sorry. Data calendar. And it, it it tracks, it asked me what my mood was yesterday. Whoa. And I try to, if I could find like a clinical list of moods, That'd be great. But like what I'm doing is an emoji that pairs with the word. Oh. Uh, and that, it asked me that. It pulls my um, um, my active calories from yesterday. Mm-hmm. It pulls the amount of sleep I had. And it pulls the, um, ask me how many drinks I had. Okay. I think that's, I think those are the things I'm tracking right now. And like I look at that every once in a while, but the, that's what I'm trying, like, when I want to, like, figure out how come I'm crushing my journal, I want to look back at that, theoretically, like, that stuff's there so I can be like, oh, man, you were, like, super mad this, like, three days in the diary. Oh, you also had 10 beers every day and you slept for two hours every gotcha. day or something like that. Well, what? so I have, you know, written down in journal-like things from time to time, and just writing is okay, but I've always, I don't want to say struggled, but... I see that there can be benefit in going back and reading what you wrote in the past. Mm-hmm. And I've never done it. Like, I just never bother. I mean, sometimes, once in a while. Yeah. Do you do that on the regular? Do you find use in it? Yes. I do it on the regular, and I do find use in it, but it's not structured in a way. And I don't know if it can ever really right. be structured in a way, but the specific app I use, Day One, it does two... It does... It has a neat feature where it'll pop up a push alert and it'll say, you have six entries on this day over the past several years or whatever. So you can tap on that and you can see what you said, what you wrote down (laughs) today, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Oh, cool. And that's neat because it's like surfacing past Ross to myself, but it's not, it's never, it's not like, oh, here's all the times you were mad. You're feeling mad now. Like remember all these other times you were mad or like whatever. It's not right. I don't go back in that you look way. Like you're writing a mad letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like remember what you said last time, how you weren't going to be mad about this or how you were going to be double mad about it or whatever. It's not like that. The other thing I do to kind of reflect is when I do my weekly review on Monday, mm-hmm. I go back and look at the previous week's journal oh, entries. Wow. That's structure. Yeah, that's that's as structured as it gets. Wow, I'm impressed. Thanks. Um, I don't know that. I think, ironically, or maybe not ironically, but like the random resurfacing of events from years ago is more useful. Sure. Than looking at last week, I almost think maybe last week is too close. And if instead I looked at like three weeks ago, maybe that would be more useful. Um, I don't know. Do you have? A framing device. What's that mean? Like, dear diary or oh, dear future Ross. No, I don't because I tried and it felt too weird. Okay. So now I write them as if they were tweets that nobody reads. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Because um, nobody reads my tweets. No, <laughs> yeah. So that they're framed and I do try to like write that. I like the goal is for the text to be high quality text okay um sometimes it's a stream of consciousness like you mentioned before but like my goal is to even if it's only a sentence i want it to be like 
good and well-written. So like future Ross is like understanding what I'm trying to say. Okay. So there might be several drafts. Yeah. I edit it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Edit as you go. Nobody Mm -hmm. does actual drafts. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm trying to tell my son this and he won't believe, like he won't. (laughs) He doesn't believe believe you. Mm -mm. No. (sighs) People who have made their living writing words, not being believed by their offspring. I know. But yeah, so I, I enjoy it. Um, I think everyone should do it. It's a thing I think everyone would get benefit from. Yeah. Um, and I think we've talked about this where even if it, the retrospective... Doesn't happen. Ha- yeah, it's still the, the act of doing it is still very useful. Yeah, because do you, do you ever want to use like hand, pen, pen on paper? Yes. Yes, I do. And I, I've like almost switched to handwriting on my iPad. Yeah. Um, because I think that would feel better. I wonder if day one has a way to capture. You can, I like, I almost did it last week because you can send images. So I could definitely like handwrite in a thing and then send that as images to, to cool. day one. And th- I know they've, day one has added sketches. And I don't know if that's to do that. Like if they want to, yeah. if they want to do that, I haven't really experienced played with it but i got one final question for yes you. Mm-hmm. when future ross is no more yeah is this something that will ever be shared or will it be encrypted into the void currently i thought about this and i don't have an answer or did you call up awesome jeremy and have him add the decryption codes into your final documents so not specifically, but it is in my one password, and my one password is in my final documents. Okay. So currently, it is available. There are things in there that I would like other folks to be able to read. Other folks being my like survivors and progeny. Is that the right word? Progeny. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> there are definitely things I don't want them to read. <laughs> yeah. So is there like an extra private? They're, yeah, they're, they're definitely, the, the platform supports that. Like, I could definitely make that happen if I wanted to. Because um, your great, great, great grandkids are going to be able to break the encryption. Yeah, I, I, th- I think like. But you, you'll be long gone. I will be long gone, but it'll still be embarrassing. <laughs> what, like, for an example. Dear diary, why do my farts smell? <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> like, my great Great grandfather, I think great great grandfather ran a general store in in um Frederick, Maryland, I think. And he has like we have his uh like daily ledgers where he would be, where he would be like sold, sold ten pounds nails. of butter. It's literally like enormous amounts of things where it's like <laughs> sold twenty pounds of butter and then the next day like the same person comes back and buys twenty more pounds of butter. It's like, what are you using twenty pounds? But it's like fascinating to be able to look at a document from about a hundred years ago about like what just everyday life was. So I, I I'm into that aspect, but I have to like, should t- there should be a way to time capsule it. Yeah. I'd have to like tag things or like separate out, like you said, in super secret and not super secret. I don't know. It's a it good question. Like way too much work. Yeah. I probably would. And I probably will allow it. It'll just, everyone can read it and they'll be like, Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the page. We'll skip that one. it to the to science. Yeah. Thanks, Ross. Thanks, Sam. Sam, the thing you like today is Macs. Yeah, the Macintosh computer. You have a long history with them. I have a very long history. Would you like to start at the beginning? Yeah, let's do it. So we had Apple stuff in our house from as early as I could remember it. So we had an Apple IIe. How far, how many even more Apple computers before that are there? Uh, the Apple II, there was an Apple One, which nobody really had. So this is like the very front end of Apple's. Yeah. And I was just a super little kid, and my dad brought home a Macintosh Plus. And it was this little, cute little thing, an all-in-one computer. And it was great. Um, had the little, not the floppy floppies, the little hard floppies. And I would do, it came with this thing called Macintosh Basics, mm-hmm. where there's like a stapler and you had to feed the fish. It was teaching you like how user interfaces work. Oh, interesting. Uh, how a graphical user interface work. Because 
that was new. I was like, this thing you went through, this is how a mouse works. This is how clicking works. This is how dragging works. And I went through that like hundreds of times. <laughs> so using this computer, it was just a part of um, my household. Uh, and it stayed. So we eventually got a 2CX and we had my uh, the families and then my dad's work one right next to each other. Whoa. On good days, we could Apple talk them together. My brother and I would play games. Whoa. What games existed on that platform? <laughs> um, a lot of the games. One was called RoboSport, where you would pre-program these robots to fight each other. Um, Bolo is a very is a classic Mac um, tank game. Oh, okay. <sighs> uh, and so... It was on these computers that you know I would get. I, we would. I played Mist. Yes. Uh, the got the Star Trek technical manual, <laughs> and it was when we had, uh, dialed up into AOL, right? Mm-hmm. So the my dad has always been into Apple stuff. I picked that up uh, around high school. Is when. I realized that that was, it was the mid nineties and having a Mac then was a defining characteristic. Mm-hmm. Like you were a rare person. PCs are better, man. Yeah. Right. And so I was constantly tweaking that two CX, um, trying to get it to run the latest version of AOL so I could get a buddy list, <laughs> but it was capped off. And then one day I came home from school and we had a brand new, Power Macintosh 7200 300. Whoa. And it was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it ran uh, System 7.6, which was a big upgrade, I'm assuming, oh, by the face you're geez, making. Frost, <laughs> anyway, um, in high school, I became basically the student who cared about the Mac lab. So I would <laughs> not go to class and go to the Mac lab and make it all work. They probably appreciated that. Yeah. I got to sit in on a meeting where um, this sales rep tried to sell the school on upgrading to Mac OS 8. Did they upgrade? They did. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and then we all had senior, pro- senior projects and mine was building like video editing software workflow for teachers cool and so that was awesome and then went to college i got my own mac i got a grape imac whoa yep and that was like you talk about the digital hub before digital hub i got i had a a receiver plugged into it with speakers so it was my music i had uh, I had uh, the virtual game station, which was emulator software that let you play PlayStation games on it. Whoa. And I had USB controllers for that. Uh, I had a little USB box that would bring in coax TV signal. So it was my TV. In your dorm room? In my dorm room. It was yes. all coming into this <laughs> iMac. And my friend Tracy corrects and clarifies, uh, we would go up into we would grab my iMac and go up into because it had a handle room. yeah it had a handle common room of east aj at virginia tech and go plays uh super puzzle fighter 2 turbo up on my mac okay and so that happened and one day i go into the virginia tech, virginia tech bookstore and there's a thing saying hey we're looking for a, a Apple campus rep to be our student on campus. I applied and apparently I was very enthusiastic. (laughs) And so for the next three or four years at tech, while I was there, I was Apple's student rep on campus. Well, what does that entail? So I would sell computers during um, the summer in the bookstore. I would help people set them up in the fall. I would go around to the departments, you know, doing free tech support and, Mm -hmm. um, trying to real hard to get them to change their uh, recommendations or requirements for the department at the department level. Mm-hmm. Almost got the college of engineering almost. And then 
Oh, sorry. Not the College of Engineering. We never got close to them. We almost got the Department of Computer Science because OS X had come out and you could run Linux on it. Or sorry, you could. It was a Unix box. And you could run everything. We almost get the, got them to allow Macs. We had all these people lined up, and then the Department of Computer Science got sucked in. It used to be not part of engineering, and then computer science got sucked into engineering, uh, and they were then required to use tablet PCs. What? Right. In like 1999, I guess yes. this is 2001 or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so, but all that drama aside. <clears throat> so I got access to all these posters and I would run lectures and I would help people with their Macs and I would get equipment to use. So I had an iBook. Um, two years into college, I took a loan out for my dad and got a giant G4 tower. Whoa. It was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I upgraded the heck out of that thing. <sighs> and then it became infectious. So everyone in my life, uh, who wasn't a Mac person became a Mac person. And mm-hmm. this was on the wave towards that, but it wasn't like it is now where Apple was everywhere. Yeah. The most, pro- the, the, the biggest company in the world. Uh, and uh, we would watch uh, the Steve notes, the Steve Jobs keynotes uh, before they had internet streamed. They would have a satellite uplink and we would get time on the virginia tech satellite dish no way and watch the keynotes that's awesome isn't it i remember all the stuff coming out just those keynotes were pretty amazing and so after college (laughs) i moved to um minnesota where my now wife was at the time uh and I did some Mac consulting, but I was looking for a job and I got hired by Apple to be part of basically part of their higher education sales team. So doing campus repping, but for multiple colleges Mm -hmm. and actually had like a sales quota and selling that stuff. And so I was doing that as my job. So that was pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, through some reorgs, they... Uh, moved me into K-12, which I was less successful at. Hmm. Um, Because in colleges, you can go sort of department by department. It's not all or nothing. You can can convince people kind of at the ground level. In K-12, it's there's one, maybe two people who make the decision for the entire school district. Yeah. And this was in 2008. And if you recall what happened in 2000, nobody had any money, right? All the money went away. <laughs> and so that job I transitioned into some friends were like, Hey, we're doing this medical startup with anesthesia software. And so I moved, but I've always used Apple stuff. I bring my own Apple, uh, m- my own Mac to work and not use windows. <laughs> if I can all help it. They probably don't love that. They've, there's not no rules against it. I'm VPNing in. I'm not connecting to the network how I shouldn't. And they give me access tools to do all this. Sam. Yeah. It's all encrypted. I feel like. But so much of my life has been defined. Yeah. By love of this object that uh, I and I don't really mind. Yeah. I was just going to say I felt like you were very joyful in your in your. Your story. I wish that this I'm using right now. I've got a 13 inch, uh, mid uh, early 2013 MacBook Pro, which I maxed out at the time, and it's still pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And I wish it kind of weren't because then I could get a new fancy one, but it just works. And I, I know so much about. The history of the products and how the software works, and even like even you know classic Mac OS. Most people these days don't remember that there was a time before OS ten. Do you feel like that, like so much of who you are and so much joy was in that early story, um, and that was like a very a very um, 
uh, a period of rapid growth for Apple computers, right? Yeah. Do you, I, you, you didn't talk at all about like iPhone era. Do you feel, is it because you were young and like that's when you became a person and this was going on? Or is like there's something different about that era from well, like. The like Prime was specifically Macs. I oh, like that's iPhones true. And all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, the Mac really was defining for me. It was not just, you know, defining myself against the way you do in high school, but it was a thing that, like, my dad loved, and yeah. mm-hmm. I also loved, and then I took it further, <laughs> you know? And so that's something we can always talk about, because he still loves Max. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you want... I don't want to make this into, like, all the other podcasts, but, like, <clears throat> as Apple has focused on iPhones and iPads and watches and things. And, you know, your MacBook here is five years old. Do you wish there was more and new or Mac stuff that you could get excited about? Do you miss that part? I miss having money to (laughs) buy new Apple stuff with. Now Mm -hmm. I have to put it in. You need a budget and save up money instead of just spending money I don't have and buying it recklessly or getting it for free because I work for them, Mm -hmm. right? So I miss the rapid turnover of having new shiny. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I like all the new stuff. Yeah. I wish I could buy it. I don't really have the money for that now. What was your question? It was, uh, oh, do I wish, because I have spend a lot of time loving my iPad and I do love my iPad. I use my Mac less. Mm -hmm. So when I do come back to it, there is sort of the new discovered joy of it not feeling stagnated because I guess I'm not there every day, all day, every day. Right. So when I come back and say, oh yeah, this is nice. Oh, they added that thing where you wiggle the cursor and it gets big. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm not in as deep as I was before. And part of that is I'm using other things like iPhones and iPads. And part of that is I've got other responsibilities in my life that Mm -hmm. I can't spend an entire weekend going and (laughs) trying to, you know, maximize my library folder. Yeah. Right. That's just growing up. So there are still surprises for me there. Yeah. I, and I don't want to like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't want to like say, oh man, do you, do you like, don't you wish your life were like it was when you, when you were like repping Apple on campus? Cause it sounded like a great job for you as the person who I know. It, Sam was is. So good. it just sounds perfect, but I'm not like trying to say it like the job I was the best at. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think it sounds like a job that you were very happy at having too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I'm, I don't, I guess I could, I'm just, yeah. I just, if I, I could have stayed in the higher, higher ed job, I did that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was not suited to the K 12 job because I'm not good at, you know, schmoozing one person. Yeah. I'm good at just being excited about it to a room full of people. Yeah. But I, I wish uh, I could officially get a free Mac from work, but I'll just bring it. I don't know what the question is anymore. There wasn't a question. It was just, just I I just wanted. I don't want to go back. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, because it's the past and we grow up. But I do want to go back because it was fun. I just wanted to highlight with a yeah. highlighter that that seems awesome. And I'm happy that that exists in your past. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that like you should relive it. I just think that that's awesome. It yeah. sounds very Sam-like. And it is, I don't want to say sad, but part of growing up also is okay, I really don't have like an extra house to store all my old Macs in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've still got a bunch of them, but they're like in the attic. Yeah. And I would love to just have them up and playing. And, and in college I did, I went, it was a one of those, oh, stuff's cheap on eBay. So I went and bought my own 2CX like mm-hmm. I had grown up. And uh, I had Macs scattered around our college apartment doing various things. Like <laughs> just at the edge of the couch was a, Machine dedicated, uh, like a Macintosh all in one dedicated to playing SimCity. Awesome. Yeah. Do you, do your children, are you infecting your children with the love of Macintoshes? Are they mostly iOS? What's the deal? 
They're mostly iOS. They use the laptops when they are doing like school stuff. It's it's hard because giving them there isn't the same sort of safety of playing on a computer. It's a much different context mm-hmm. for growing up with a computer now than growing up with a computer in you know the 1980s yeah. or even the 1990s where giving a kid free reign on it isn't responsible. And so I have that struggle of how much do I guide them and how much do I give them free reign and how much do I restrict them and it being my individual kids like they they're dif- they're different humans than I am and they have different needs and different needs from their parents so I wish in an ideal world there wouldn't be anything out there trying to to hurt them but there is and I have to explain to them things like Oh, well, when somebody's asking for your email address, you might not want to give it to them. And you might not sign up for this weird Flash game. And no, we aren't installing Flash on this computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I've gotten can, that too. I was like, yeah. no. Like, well, why? Yeah. So it's so ingrained in our life. I don't know what I'm imparting, but it hasn't been sit down. Right. Let me teach you the history of <laughs> history of Mac OS. Do they get excited about, do you guys watch keynotes together or like new products? No. Big iPads, anything? I show them stuff when it's, when it's cool, but mm-hmm. it's we're just kind of getting there. And uh, my oldest daughter really wants a f- uh, iPhone because she's in middle school. and Yeah, that'll be, we'll have another podcast about that. Yeah. Sam, that was, that was fun. It was fun. Thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you. Do you want to do... Quick hits! So I've got two. Uh, let's start with the first one, which is I got an iPhone XR. Oh yeah, which uh, is one of the later latest models of iPhone. Uh, I got it primarily because uh, it was considerably cheaper than the iPhone 10 I was still paying off. Mm-hmm. Uh, considerably cheaper each month. But it has a feature which is called an eSIM. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. you can have two phone numbers on one phone. And I got my work. I was the first person to do it at work to put my work phone number on my eSIM. So instead of carrying two devices, I now carry one device. That's it's awesome. amazing. That sounds awesome. And you can, and it tells you who's calling on what line. Like, oh, this is personal. This is business. I can turn off my second line. Whoa! For like, I'm it's gone the home weekend. for the day. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Off. That's cool. And it's great. I highly recommend it if you're in a similar situ two phone situation. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I'll do my second one. Wait, I'll do mine, and then we'll do. We'll make a sandwich. Okay. A Sam sandwich. A Sam sandwich. Um. I've been going to this new bar. What? And it's called Cobra Cabana. At the Cobra. Cobra Cabana. It's I'll get you Jones. Yeah, it's a play off of those two things wow. together. In in I went there, Sam, because they have High Life on tap. What? Yeah. It's awesome. This is a great neighborhood bar. You know how I love neighborhood bars. I know. This what, like what meets neighborhood is it in? Carver. Okay. The neighbor, Richmond neighborhood of Carver. Carver. And it has, the door handle is a cobra. Wow. And then over the bar is an enormous cobra head. Whoa. And they just have weird movies on, like they have two TVs and it, they're always, there's, it's not like TVs to watch, you know. It's just background yeah, ambiance. Brazil was on one and this yeah. movie, I had to ask what this movie, I was what is that? And they were like, oh, it's Manborg. Manborg. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard of Manborg, but it sounds great. It's awesome. And so, like, I I just really enjoy the vibe. It's owned by two metal dudes, so there's, like, some metal in there that I like. Um, I just enjoy finding a good neighborhood bar. Awesome. Tell me your your final My final quick hit is my friend Ross. That's me. And my friend Dan, Plope Master, have started blogging. That's right. And I've just subscribe to their rss feeds and it's made me want to blog and then i'm writing when i write longer things trying to impress them yeah it feels like 2007 it's it's great great. yes you can still do this you can so you can find my web zone at samdavies.me 
I saw you post some pictures. I saw you write some thoughts. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it too. And you're posting pictures and yep. Plofmaster's posting lots of text, which is good. But wow, I can't write that much every day. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. I'm really into to like steal your quick hit a little bit. I Maybe we should talk about it at some point as yeah. a thing. But I enjoy... Like, we have all these huge networks, right, because of social media. Yeah. But, like, I want to rebuild the networks we had Yes. from before. That we, we have the technology. Yeah, and we got them from just, like, being, Friends trying to impress yeah, each being other. being normal yeah. versus, like, weird, I don't know. That's a longer topic to explore at some other time. Yeah. But I, I want to go back and rebuild networks the way they used to be. And I think blogging is how we should. Only better. Only better. <laughs> <laughs> And scene. And scene. Ross, yeah. uh, we mentioned it earlier, but if you wanted to send us a self-addressed envelope, stamped or not, how would you do that? You would send it to Sam and Ross Like Things, care of Sam Davies, P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia 23260-5914. Great. And all the music you heard was from friend of the show, friend of the world, friend of the internet, Matt Fisher. Matt Fisher. Who's amazing. Incredible. You can find his sh- podcast Smark of the Beast? He's definitely... <laughs> yes. Smark of the Beast. Smark of the Beast. Listen, I'm just going to say he is not a Slytherin. No. He's... He's Gryffindor. Or Hufflepuff. No, he's Gryffindor. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Hufflepuffs aren't going to get up in your business if you are being unjust. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find Matt wherever Sam just said. Where did you say? Smoker the Beast? Yeah. Uh, that was, does that podcast still happen? I don't know. Check out his SoundCloud. Smash, <laughs> smash that bell, fam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like uh, and subscribe. Sam, where, you said your web zone. Yeah, samdavies.me. I'm there most of the time. I'm, I post on Twitter sometimes and I get alerts. So you can contact me at, at Mr. Beefy on Twitter. And you can, and again, we're going to do stuff other people like via Twitter now. Yeah. And that's at Ross Catro, R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. So follow me there and I will ask at some point. But you can send it to us anytime. You can just add yeah, us and tell please. us something you like. And we'll and put why. it in the note. Yeah. We'll put it in the note. And then if you want to follow my web zone, it's ross.catro.net. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a subdomain. Subdomain. All right, Sam, this was fun. It was fun. I had a good time. Me too. Thanks for coming over. Yeah. To Studio B. Studio B. And then I'll see you in a fortnight. See you in a fortnight. Bye. Bye.